This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Later, anyways, it's it, it's even better because there's been times when we've named it the wrong thing or whatever. Me name something wrong. Shenanigans. I I, I used the royal we. Uh I'm pretty sure I still had the support page up, and that's what XSplit was. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's just sure displaying our whole conversation to the support page. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, hi, beat. So, um. We've actually been trying to figure out XSplit for 30 minutes because all of a sudden it stopped working. So I had to use chat support to figure out uh, how to make it a workaround, which here we are. And now I'm tired. How are you talking to Beat? The chat? On where? On YouTube? Yeah, still not getting it up on my page yet. (laughs) It's not the only thing you're not getting up. Ah, oh, please don't make me have to goddamn clear my cash. Unless he made the comment never before it actually started streaming. I don't even know. Um, there we are. Yeah, I wonder if I can name these before they go out. I don't even know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Um... All I know is that you were sexy. Oh, I need a haircut real bad. Oh, man. Yeah, tell me about it, sister. I also got so, so, so goddamn sunburnt today. And then I said no to beer. <laughs> wow. I went to buy some new beer that was being released at a brewery, and the line was around the building. So I said nope, and I just went home. What I don't, I don't know what Beat's comment is about me being the toxic avenger that hurts my feelings. Sort of. Am I Melvin the mop boy? What am I in this situation, Beat? Yeah, I don't know what's happening right now. <sighs> yeah, we just kind of. I got whoopsie drunk when we were supposed to record, and then we said, "Let's wait," and then <laughs> here we are. That yes, and it, it's been off and on. I mean, yeah. some days it's you, some days it's me. It's been a lot of back and forth. That's yeah. that's. Unfortunately, that's reasonable. We're in a situation like just a lot of crazy shit. My basement's been flooding for the last week. It finally seems to have dissipated, but now we got thunderstorms coming for the next three days, which is fine. We got a lot of dehumidifiers and pumps going. You know, it's like a weird orgy. Nipple pumps? Yeah. Nice. Love a good nipple pump. That's that's true. I'd say it's supposed to storm here, but I don't... 
Aaron grabbed me down at about four o'clock from from me working, and she's like, "It's raining. We got to go outside and dance in the rain." We went outside. It was kind of disappointing rain. It's still nice. I'm still waiting for her to email me. Oh, I will get on her about it. Can you please ask your wife to email me too? Yeah, that's <laughs> what, what I'm on her. That's how we get our kicks. That's fine. Oh, you talk about me. I hope it's a short conversation because I'm an old, old, sad man. Oh, man. Well, hey, you know what's not sad? Might be old. What is that? The cheesy, melty, much needed goodness of a chicken quesadilla combo from Taco Bell delivered straight to your house. That is a delight. Yeah. Uh, I Aaron's been sending me to a lot of like ordering food delivered go to mcdonald's get me this at eight o'clock at night because everything's closed yeah. uh finally one day i was just like enough i will go get your mcdonald's but i'm going across the street and getting myself a taco bell order and it was that is that how you turn into the toxic avenger uh, maybe <laughs> so it was half tacos half the burritos with like i i had chips added to them i don't remember what exactly it was it was 10 things i ate one thing i ate one thing it was fucking full and i was just you can't reheat taco bell either no you can and i did and it was not a great experience well first i i had the the one thing and then a few hours later i'm like i can get through the tacos now yeah and then the next day i had some of the burritos but i still wound up throwing some taco bell away i've been complaining for the last few years that taco bell got out of hand with their pricing on their simple ass tacos there's no reason that a a basic taco from taco bell should cost twice as much as a hamburger from mcdonald's well, they are staples in the same dollar realm it shouldn't be two bucks for a fucking taco taco bell without sour cream you bullshit artists no it, fuck you fuck you and your oat-filled meat you asses <laughs> but this is a reasonable price for this box with way too much shit for a human being to consume at least and then walk later is, and i mean later anytime in in the fucking life cycle and no it was it was a lot it was good, How, but it was a lot. Is a ta- is a crunchy taco really two dollars by you? I think that's what they've been. Yeah, when I try to order them on the app and stuff, I look at them like oh, I'm not fucking getting that. Oh. That's that's a fucking highway robbery. It says it's a dollar twenty nine. That's right here. at the border. Well, dollar yeah. twenty nine is still a bit high. I, it's steep for a taco. I agree, but I also know that pricing usually is a little different based on the state that you're in. Yeah. It, mm, well, that's the thing. I'm in Michigan. Right. It should be fucking cheap. Well, dollar twenty nine is a taco truck taco. It is a quality, like, as- asada shit in there. You know, not not this bullshit ground meat stuff. Ground, not even ground chuck, but ground uh, ground chip. <laughs> ground chip. How much is a diuretic from the grocery store? Well, <laughs> more than dollar twenty nine. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can get. I can get my fun. My my fun hole bungled. By some guy behind the big lot, you know, it's just. Oh. Like, <laughs> well, you're just gonna go behind the big lot so that Timmy Two Toes can tickle your bung. Yeah, as long as he uses both toes. What about being in a drunk state, Beatmaster? Oh, is taco is a dollar twenty nine too much for a taco when you're drunk? I think he's he's asking. No, that's that's the right time. Yeah, if you're that that one a.m. to four a.m. slot. Is the Taco Bell magic zone? If you're Although s- in California, it's Jack in the Box, and fuck Ooh. you, Taco Bell. Yeah, if you're sober enough that you can read the prices, you shouldn't be at Taco Bell at two in the morning. You don't even know what fucking card you're handing them. 
<laughs> Sir, you handed me a, a bread coupon. <laughs> ah, just run it. That's good. There's money. I just, I just bought donuts with it. This is covered in blood and semen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Turn it over. There's the fecal. <laughs> oh. I was using it to cut lines of cocaine before. <laughs> what are we Ran doing? out of Roblo's ass. Oh. I had... You, Why, Roblo? I, I don't, don't know. know. He's a beautiful person. I think you win, because I have yeah. nothing to say to that. No. Uh, hey, Matt. Hey, Corey. Other than this conversation, what's scaring you this week? I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> That's sunburn? Can... Yeah, it's kind of scary in its own right. Yeah. yeah, sunburn. Yeah, I got sunburn, and then I got my sunburn sunburn. Now, why did you... Why did you get yourself all burnish? Well, I built a shelf for our garage, and I did that in the driveway in the sleeve of the shirt, and then I mowed the lawn today because I'm like, oh, it's going to fucking rain, and my lawn is already so goddamn long. Had a sleeveless shirt on, just went outside, and halfway through when I can feel my skin cooking, <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> this is not going to end well. You don't lather? You don't? I, sh- you don't, I should. I just I don't think about it. I just went you from like... cream yourself? You don't? I'm supposed to, and I should. Um... But like Alyssa says, she's like, at least you'll turn brown. She just peels and then turns white. Yeah, exactly. I become more see-through. No, I get I get a real dark shade of mocha. I go right from rock lobster to personal Jesus. Oof. Fucking weird. What, what's scaring you? Is personal Jesus scaring you today? Uh <laughs> You, you might have seen this. My wife posted a video that she found, she randomly saw on her Facebook feed. And uh, she's like, why is Corey hanging out at somebody's pool and recording himself? That seems so unlike him. And when would he have had this opportunity? And uh, it was Jack Black. <laughs> and apparently, my wife now gets confused. Like, it, <laughs> years ago, it was, it was kind of cute. And then I found out every fat guy gets this comparison. I, I used to get mistaken a lot for Kevin Smith. In, in places where Kevin Smith was, I would get mistaken for Kevin Smith. Yeah. A few years ago, Beat was kind enough to say that I, I had either a Lebowski slash Mark Hamill, you know, Last Jedi thing going. That That's fine. I don't know how I feel about the Jack Black, or I didn't know how I felt about the Jack Black, except two things. Two things happened. One is uh, last Friday there was the uh, Red Nose um, I, I guess it's like a, you Wal- know, Walgreens, right? donate... Yeah, donate money and stuff and everything. So Jack Black hosted this show that was Celebrity Escape Room. Had uh, two of the friends on there. Had Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Had um, Ben Stiller. It was fun. It was okay. Uh, he was he was Jack Blacking it up and had his hair in a ponytail, which made him even more looking like me. Uh, so fuck. That... But Aaron thinks he's hot. I'm like, all right, it's okay. Because if my wife thinks the guy's hot, then I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah. But then I was watching YouTube stuff, and a video popped up, just like as you just let it randomly play, and it was uh, it was the Grateful Dead's "Touch of Gray," and I looked at Jerry Garcia, who is now quite dead. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's who I fucking look like. I look like goddamn Jerry Bear. No, Jerry Bear in the 80s when he was still alive. But I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't feel right. I don't feel like myself anymore. 
And I know that's an inevitability thing because I, I keep joking about that I'm, I'm 50, but I'm not quite 50, but I'm pretty close to 50. And uh, I'm definitely not trying. So this is who I am. The famous people I look like are people who are either dead or probably soon to be dead. Well, then. Um... And even at the start of that, even the, like the, the like thing I was OK with was Kevin Smith. And we know he had a Widowmaker just a couple of years ago, right after he, he recorded a video called Too Fat to Fly. So, yeah, fucking I, it's not it's not a surprise. But it still kind of hurts. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, bud. Yeah. That's okay. How you been, though, Matt? Fine. Oh, it's really fucking tired all of a sudden. Just all of a sudden, just because you were beating skins all weekend? Yeah. Well, it was yeah. It was Saturday morning, and then I sit around and. That's not an American History X reference, people. That is a, people who don't know, Matt's a drummer. Uh, yep. Just slapping, slapping skins. No, yeah, it was really only Saturday morning. I was done by like one, and then I was sitting around and watching everyone else, and then. Yeah. How boring is it for you to watch the basses, really? It's terrible. It's fucking yeah, it's, awful. It's even, almost even, as bad as watching you live. Even right? guitars just... isn't fun for me. You know, like. After after my drums are edited, like I really didn't need to be there anymore. <laughs> I've done all the work, guys. You just have to follow. And that's the thing, like no one was there for me. So what just I get in the pocket. Do? Yeah, it's like I'm I'm the starter. Yeah. And then the guy who records this likes to talk about his twenty three year old girlfriends all the time. He's older than me. Not by much, but like saying So not older than me. No, Fuck you. No no no. He's he's like a two years older than me, but he's always dating twenty three year old girls. And then doesn't know why they're insane. <laughs> yeah. And he would but, like, mm. yeah, when he would finish something, he's like, oh, just, she's really clean. Like, she's fucking 23. I mean, I don't know what you want from me. It's kind of hard to be like, can you fucking just record our goddamn album and let us go? I mean, it's honestly something to go home to, so that's... <sighs> Well, he kept calling her Home Depot girl. I'm like, does she have a name? Like, I feel bad calling her Home Depot girl because that's where you met her. That's funny because that's how many people refer to my wife now. Oh, Jesus. Well, they're not trying to take your wife home or maybe they are. I don't know. She ain't 23 either, but. Well, yeah. Still damn cute. Right. This girl was kind of strange. She just showed up at one point and. Did she work at Home Depot or was she just like always at Home Depot? I think she worked there. Okay. Um, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just whatever. We all if, know. If, you're, if your producer wants, I could introduce him to the guy behind the big lot. He might be into that. I'm not even sure. It's true. I don't know how old he is. The guy behind the big lot, or yeah, it's it's not oh. not a subject of conversation. Yeah, I don't want to really call Eric our producer either. He's just the guy that records our music. He tried to tell us to like rewrite songs, and we told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Hey, buddy. No, no. Listen, little long theme, man. You, you, you press the buttons. You move. You move the the the, the sliders up and down, yeah. and you shut the fuck up. You yeah. shut the. Don't talk over my fucking track. 
Then you spend three hours making me sound better on drums. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he gets paid for, though. That is right. But good gig. Huh? Good gig. Kind of. Producing. I mean, you would think, but I don't know. I think it would be fun, but I also feel like you'd have to record a lot of really bad bands to get to a point where you can just only record the bands that you want to work with. Or, or I'm just broke. wondering about like making making that your living in general. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's been doing it for a real long time, so people seek him out. Yeah, dep- like, yeah. I mean, depending on if you ask him. He is like the fucking creme de la creme, and people will come from far and wide. Now, that's not to say... like He's he's done bands that have stuff on Netflix trailers, and I think he's had a couple of songs that wrestlers have used for walkout music. So, like, yeah, but he also... He's like the only guy in Milwaukee. That could just be legend, though. Like, he's turned on some of his music and wrestlers have walked out. That's a well, real story. <laughs> no, I mean, I know for a fact... That that is a true statement, but the whole big thing is is that he licenses the music so that it can be used for that. But we're still waiting for our first CD that we did three and a half years ago with him to get licensed, and then he had the balls to make a comment about how long it took us to come back. <laughs> and then we played our music. And he goes, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, now you know why it took so long." So we don't write four four like your fucking butt rock band. He's the singer for a butt rock band. Not a good butt rock band either. Not like Creed. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna ask what is a butt rock band it's creed okay so tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow night scott staff is doing a live instagram concert and Alyssa's response was hey at least you're not blocked on instagram that's that's true i mean you know, i guess i'm, I'm uh, on the watch. downside of that is you might actually watch a scott staff concert <sighs> probably not much yeah i don't i've watched like some live videos uh on his instagram story and it's it's not good I would say you uh, take back to drinking and get a sunburn <laughs> on your eye holes and, if uh, possible, your inner ears. That might not be the worst idea. Nah. Well, that's uh, good. It, it's good that you've been, you've been productive. You've been yeah, busy. You've been doing your wrestling show. Yeah. And now I'm doing their website, so I had to, I had to learn how to make a website. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and, and I don't know how much if you recorded any of the uh, the troubleshooting from before we no, started recording tonight. I didn't. Um, I waited until when it actually went live to start recording the audio. But <clears throat> which the, the website doesn't even work. So if you're not watching this video, I don't know when the audio is even going to be able to go out. <laughs> That's going to bring you the sexiest website at GeoCities. So okay, so, okay. So speaking because I actually made that reference uh, earlier. So. The website was hosted through... The domain was hosted through GoDaddy. Bad. Which, it, it could be worse. Yeah, it could, absolutely. It's, and it's about to get worse. <laughs> Everything was hosted on an FTP on, like, a friend of theirs server somewhere. Oh. And then they used the guy the, the guy that did this before me, who has recently quit, um, basically just had a DNS record that would point at their server... And that's how we made the website. And then he was using WordPress.org, which I didn't realize was different than WordPress.com. Right. Org is the open source one. So he was working with opensource.org to make a new website. So, like, he didn't know how to log in to edit this thing or any of that shit. 
I figured all that out eventually, and then my smart ass is like, hey, this should really be, uh, SSL should be enabled. And then I read something, and it's like, just put an S. Just append an S. (laughs) And without thinking, I did it. And then there went the ability to actually access that web (laughs) page. Yep. Couldn't edit it. Nothing fucking worked. I was talking to support. You have to... You have to update the SSL, right? You yeah, have to, you gotta have, you gotta, yeah. Through the house. Fucking Beatmaster's laughing at me. But yeah, you have to upload an SSL certificate to be able to then enable SSL. But in doing so, I, I'm trying to do, beat, I'm trying to do it for free. So we know the, uh, the admin login is admin. No, And it's then not. the password is probably written in the back of a matchbook somewhere with, uh, Colt 45 staying on it. Um, so basically, long story short, I was like, hey, guys, you should really have do a WordPress.com website um, so that it's hosted so that when you go into GoDaddy, it's just there instead of having to go somewhere else to um, try to edit all this shit. And I talked to him and I'm like, three years is only 250 bucks. So they bid on that. So then I rebuilt the website. And I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, because of this, I said the new website's uh, it's now live. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, eh. But it, they really, it just needs to be like a landing page for ticket links because now they're using Eventbrite, which I had to set up for them too, for all their ticketing stuff. So, you know, it's not like people aren't going to go to the website to look for show posters and stuff. Like that's all on Facebook. This is just like a placeholder. So it's. Yeah. The landing oh, page yeah. thing is really, it, that, it, it's kind of weird because I keep wanting to create a website for myself for writing stuff. Because I itch for the live journal days, because like I said, I'm 50. Uh, and I also I host the the Don't Ask Comics page for for Levi's stuff for his comics, the stuff that I've worked on with him, but also all of the stuff that he does or has done on his own or with other people. And it's a web, it's a WordPress site, but it's hosted on a, a different hosting platform. It's yeah. not WordPress.com, which I'm sure would take a lot of the hassles off of me of always having to go in an update. Plus, when I set up this thing as Comic Press or, or Easel or whatever to do web comics, uh, both those things haven't been updated in a while. And for each of his comics, I made it as kind of like a separate subdomain because I didn't know what the hell to do to make five or six different comics yeah. in one site. It was just too crazy at that point in time. Now they got stuff that can do that. I tried taking one of the sites and updating it to this new system, and it completely fucked up that site. And it's a nightmare. And I'm 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 kicking myself about it, but they don't like Levi and Scott, who who do that one comic together, like once every two years, they'll put out a page. Um, They're not worried about it. They also host it on Scott's blog and another thing. But I'm like kicking myself because now it's fucked up and I don't know how to fix that portion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to take the site and just start all over again, which is what I probably should do. But there's like years and years of posting Balyar and strobe and shock and spells and Levi's world and Levi's blog and everything else on these things. And I'm like, I don't want to screw this up for all this stuff. Not just because of the extra work, but because, you know, there were occasions when people would comment. There were, there was actual interaction with people. Uh, I blogged under every single page that I posted uh, for the longest time. So it's a lot of stuff, but we are working on a project together that hopefully will become something going forward soon. And uh, and I'm just kind of like on that line of, do I put it into the Don't Ask Comics stuff or do I put it onto its own site 
where I can start fresh and try to do something else. And then I just think, shit, but am I the person to do this? Because it does take a level of expertise. And I've always kind of, I've done the best as I could without training. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. And like the, the Don't Ask Comic sites don't have SSL. They're not secure sites because I'd have to update all of them. That's an extra cost for all six different sites or whatever. So I don't know, man. But but all these things are just landing pages anyways. With web comics, you go to Tapas or you go to um, Webtoons or whatever. It having your own site, it's nice to have something there for if the other things fail or disappear. Right. But it's really not where people are going to find you. They're going to find you in the other stuff. They're going to find you on Facebook or Instagram or Reddit or whatever else appeals to that kind of audience. Yep. Yeah, but it still seems like a necessary evil to have. It is because you want to have, you need to have control of your your stuff. Like every time Facebook says, "Oh, this doesn't meet our guidelines," and they take it off, or they they shadow ban you yep. on Instagram or whatever, that that's real crap. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's 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 tough because the internet is a it's a lot of super highways, and then it's all these little dirt back roads. And nobody wants to ever take those little dirt back roads. When you find it, it's like your spot. You feel great. You're like, oh, this is excellent. You know, no one else is using this. Right. You know, it's just me and my bros take this road home. Like, the cops never chase us. But then, fucking the convenience of those superhighways, they just rock. It's like, I can't help it. I got to take this. this. This gets me to where I need to go now. You know, I can get there before I have to pee or have a baby. Like, this is this is a fucking way. And just everybody's there. That's where all the traffic is. Um, do you, do you want to start talking about the den, or do you have more? No, no, more. That was just bullshit to get us up to the twenty minute point, so we feel like we could actually. I mean, talk about a movie. Yep. Uh, pretty sure I just blasted the recording in front of the video, but I do not care. <laughs> um. So yeah, the den. I think we actually mentioned that we were going to do this movie the last time we were on. It was just unfortunately three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I, I personally actually really like this movie. Yeah, me too. Pretty excited to talk about it again. Now, like you said, it has been quite a while. But uh, yeah, I don't even know. I don't think there's any like named actors or actresses in it. But it is about a girl who's trying to do... Like a <clears throat> some sort of big case study on meeting random people on the internet, and she uses, um, oh, it's it's like a chat website called the Den. That's where the name comes from. Uh, similar to Chat Roulette. I guess yeah, that's what I was thinking. It seemed right? like Chat Roulette. Yeah. Um, which I don't have experience with. It, it feels like one of those things. Chat Roulette is probably somewhere where my wife goes, and like she hears about it, and then spends 20 minutes on there and gets all fucked up crazy from it and then puts away and never looks at it again. Yeah. But, like, I have to go and look at how much spyware has just been loaded on her computer. That's what this was. This was the situation that I'm constantly just waiting for my wife to get herself into. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so as she's going through to find... Uh, random people to talk to to work on her project or whatever you want to call it. There's, it's like there's, she keeps seeing a picture and it's just a girl and like, there's no camera, but she keeps chatting and like sending her text chats and is like, Hey, let's be friends. 
There's a bunch yeah, of yeah. The girl responds and she's too. just like, "Oh, my webcam's not working." That, yeah. that's the the way of like, and and like this is this movie's a few years back now, right? It's like what 2016, I think. 2006, maybe. Or is it it feels like it was even further back than that. Because, like I said before, this movie you recommended me when we first started talking about doing the podcast, and you said, "Oh, you should check out this flick." Yeah. And I did, and then we wound up never reviewing it. We we busted another stuff. Um. But at that point in time, even then, I feel like if you're gonna be doing a thesis on the internet and chat rooms and all this stuff for your your college paper, you should at least have some understanding that some people on the internet are not who they say they are. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's more prevalent now. This was 2013, but I mean, that was still a thing. Uh, I think the movie Catfish probably came out this year too, so or that year. So it's probably right when uh, internet security became more of a... Yeah, but AOL chat rooms, there was always jokes about like that that 16 year old girl you're talking to is a 42 year old man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember when I first got dial up internet going to the chat house and then there was like themed rooms and shit. And sometimes when my parents would go to bed, I would go to the 18 plus rooms, see boobies. Those nice pixelated 45 minutes of download is still yep. <laughs> like a, a grayscale <laughs> pixels the size of your head. I see the top of an areola. Yeah, when I was a 12, 13, at a Commodore 64, and there was a strip poker game for the Commodore 64 for my friends. They brought it over one time, like, yeah, we got to play this and everything. And, and it was all about, like, you got to beat the person that you're playing against mm-hmm. to get them to get naked. Now, this is on a Commodore 64. Six. <laughs> 64 is not how many bits the program was. It was the amount of RAM. 64K of RAM. I think it was a 32-color system. It was uh, It was nothing. It was nothing. And by the way, you could also really easily just change the names of the files so that the first photo that it was showing becomes the last photo and reverse it so that you, they just automatically, the game starts with them naked. Oh. There's nothing there. It. it, it Finding porn in the eighties was was both difficult and disappointing. Um, of my uh, parents, my parents' friends, unless you found in the woods, have um, he has like a basement full of pinball machines. And I remember out in his garage when we were kids, he had a game called Stripper, and it was literally just a joystick with a trigger on it, and it would be a picture that would show up, and you would have to shoot the clothes off of women. Yep, that's yeah, that that sounds very eighties too. It, it's like just this is your life goal. <laughs> Shoot the clothes off of women. I, I think I've actually seen that in a couple of westerns. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Shoot the uh, the bra strap off. Yeah, it's uh Yeah. It was a weird time. It, it, it still is. I'm not saying it's a better time, but for <laughs> the prevalency of of every kind of porn you can think of and a lot that you don't ever want to think about. Uh maybe has I don't know. Has it made it better? Has it made it worse? Uh, like, the unrealistic expectations of porn still exist, but I don't know if they exist quite to the same degree. I think maybe because there's certainly a market for pornography created by actors and actresses themselves or uh, female directors. 
maybe makes it a little bit less of the the misogynist stuff doesn't doesn't exactly have the same pull, so to speak. I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it, at least there's. Beat says OnlyFans. Man, I. What? I didn't know what OnlyFans was. I thought it was like Patreon. It it kind of is. It it kind of is for boobs. But I but I kept making references to my wife starting either a Patreon or an OnlyFans because I didn't know what the difference (laughs) was. So it seems like if you had a Patreon for taking your clothing off or posting pictures uh, where you were suggestively dressed, you now have an OnlyFans. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's fine. It, it it's perfectly okay. Again, the 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 online uh, sex worker industry took some big hits when the all the laws went into place, to, like kill Craigslist and stuff, mm-hmm. and all these things. Like every time you go to a page, it says, "Oh, you got to accept cookies. Come on, take our cookies. Take our cookies," which itself sounds like a porn application. Uh, just like. So I'm glad that that is out there to to protect people, to to make it safer than it was becoming again. It's still just I feel really bad that I kept implying that my wife should have one. Uh, I mean, unless it pays off. I mean, good for her. <laughs> Did she know what it was? No, that uh, thankfully no. But I had to explain to her later on, like, hey, when I was saying that, don't never fucking listen to me. You know your audience. <laughs> If you if you tell your audience you have an OnlyFans, like she could probably do an OnlyFans for her art, like that actually seems kind of legitimate. Uh, probably. I don't think there's anything against using an OnlyFans to keep your clothing on. I mean, for her artwork, which is lewd and that's true, lascivious and I, other terms that I don't know to say. Um, but the yeah, den, yeah, the den. So the, there's a whole the den lot of backstory was... that I'm skipping. <laughs> just throwing that out there. What's that? I said there's a lot of like black backstory on who people are that I'm completely skipping, and it's I don't think any of it's needed. No, personally, it, it's a lot of her exploring what the site is, talking to people. Some people that she meets are are normal, like her, you know, normal quote unquote. Yeah, uh, in in the sense that they're not like trying to show their cock or doing weird things or making videos that seem like people are getting killed and it's fake. That's that's one of the things that kind of sets it off so that she's not sure what to believe with the girl who gets murdered yeah. is that there's a, a group of people that are sitting there and they're recording themselves doing... Um, what is the suicide, the gun, the single bullet? Russian roulette. Russian roulette, yes. Uh and then once the girl shoots herself in the head, they all start laughing, including her. Which is a pretty cool video. I mean, it was interesting. I don't know if I would go as far as to call it cool. All right. So when I was in high school, a bunch of us convinced a teacher to let us watch Faces of Death okay. in class. Now, Faces of Death, again, this is the, this is the 80s, mid-80s. And... Uh, it was rumored that people literally die in this movie. And like all this stuff they're showing is hundred percent real. 
years have gone by, we realize that no, it was it was fake. It was all pretty much oh, fake. I never knew that. Oh yeah. Okay. But at the time, we didn't know any better, and there was a whole series. They just kept putting them out, and everything got worse and worse. But in the original Faces of Death, I guess people have come out and said, "Yeah, I was part of the film crew, and it wasn't right. It wasn't real or anything. It was all fake." Sure, but you don't know when you're watching this stuff on the internet. Some of these things you see someone getting killed or getting brutalized or whatever, and you don't know if it's real or not. You and how are you supposed to? Effects and things have gotten so pronounced that, like, even since this movie came out, the deepfake stuff is just crazy. I saw some movie where they had what they did Jim Carrey instead of Jack Nicholson in The Shining. They did Bill Hader's face over somebody the other day I saw uh, in some role. And it was like, that's pretty intensely good. Plus, you want to kind of see Bill Hader play the part. Yeah. Um, so I can I can see what happens where she sees this girl get killed. She's convinced that it's real. She goes to the cops and the cops say, yeah, it's probably fake. But what else can the cops do? And with the Internet, really, what can you do with this stuff? Like, I think that's something that's gotten harder and harder is at, at that point in time, we had firewalls, but we didn't have a lot of VPN stuff. Um, but it's not like I feel that the the police have gotten the, the cops that you can just go and talk to a cop uh, have gotten a lot better at tracking the stuff or cracking for the stuff. We've got people who get swatted, you know, yeah. Gregory, who I do else nerds with, got swatted in his home one night when we were recording a show. What? I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was that was a scary freaking thing. Um, and and what's supposed to happen? You know, how, how do we improve this? How do we improve this without giving up the privacy that the Internet affords us? You know, the the legal rights of, of having the ability to to protect who you are and your family and your home and stuff. It, it's it's really weird. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what this movie is about. Is that this movie is about this woman who is doing this thing for this project and then the people who are on the den that find her and start manipulating her start fucking with their life. Right? For, yeah, for like no real reason other than she was there. She's, she responded when they sent her a message. She responded. Uh, her friend cursed somebody out for doing something on one of the, the videos when her friend was over watching and they like built up a really good vendetta against her. Uh, but yeah, that and that's kind of the other thing we'll get to at the ending of it is that the reasoning behind it and how deep it goes gets pretty nuts. Um, but one of the things that happens is she's dating this guy and the guy comes over and starts having sex with her in a room. First, doesn't like let her know that he's there and she about beats the shit out of him and then they go at it and she's got her laptop open and that's another one of those things where it's like you don't you don't have a camera facing your bed ever. <laughs> you don't do that. Unless, of course, you know, you have an OnlyFans. <laughs> You're not but wrong. but that's there was a story a few years ago about a high school that had supplied students with laptops, which was a normal thing to do. Uh, but they installed software where they could and sometimes did turn on the cameras on the computers without letting the students know. Mm-hmm. So some girl 
has her laptop in a room, the camera turns on, and you can see where their lawsuit came from that. This is... Workplaces and stuff now track this equipment. They track how you use the equipment. They track your time spent on the equipment. This is kind of like it's a scary time to have this stuff, but we walk around with cell phones that track our movements all over the place. You know, track everything we do. We spend more and more time in front of them anyway. And they recognize us by our face and our voice and our fingerprints. Yeah. Like that was every goddamn spy movie from the 60s on up. Mm-hmm. It's like you get their you get their face, you get their their fingerprints, you get their voice, and you can break into whatever magic vault they have in this. So that's kind of part of why I like this movie. Now, this movie reminds me of one of your favorite movies, Strangeland. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it. Uh, Strangeland was like a very early version of this, and then there's a couple other movies that are pretty similar to this that I can't remember the name. Unfriended, I think, is the big one. Yeah, yeah. I think that came out around the same time you mentioned that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's and maybe that's why they never made Strangeland too, is because they were making other movies that were pretty much the same thing. Strangeland yeah. was very ahead of its time. Let me just let's throw that out there. And and definitely focuses more on the person that is doing this to the the victim than this movie does. This movie is really all about her and the things that happen to her and the people around her because of her going and getting involved in the den. They don't really explain how they get into her computer so easily. You know, she's got the guy friend that obviously wants to be more than friends that is like, oh, yeah, your computer got hacked, but he's supposed to be her tech guy, and he's supposed to be doing this stuff to protect her, and everything gets really fucked up, and they never show, like, a keylogger going, getting installed, or any, like, special links she opens up. It's just like she goes to the site, and the stuff starts installing, which I know malware from websites absolutely was a big thing that could happen. You could self-install in the background. You wouldn't see it. That was why uh, UAC got put into Windows Windows Vista, I think, is the first time where UAC kind of came about. Um, and people hated it, and they would just turn it off and kill the entire reason of having it. And so Windows 7, they made it a little better, and they've improved it as it gone along. Yeah, Windows improved. I mean, I mean, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, I uh, I turn off UAC. And a lot of people do, but I also There's... would consider myself a uh, more than average user. Yep. So I, I I understand what I'm doing when I do it. Yeah. How how did that uh, API work out? Trying to get YouTube to work today. We didn't even fucking end up using it. I'm just teasing. I know, but it's like... <laughs> Two tech guys in here trying to struggle through getting this thing to work that you just used the last time three weeks ago. It's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, nothing changed. I mean, it's I guess it's the nature of the beast, but the error message that we got also didn't really say much of anything. No. So there's there's that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing, is that all the things that we put in place to protect us from this stuff, people don't really want. Unless you make it super easy, and that's what the face recognition thing is on phones is like it's it's that even simpler than putting your finger on the fingerprint reader, uh, less secure. Yeah, but we will give up security for convenience. Uh, we will give up security for Amazon speakers and stuff in our house. We will give up security 
for cell phones. We will we will have cameras that go right to the cops, you know, which seems like it should be a security thing, but also kind of a questionable thing. We, but that's that's what we're at. the The whole price of convenience is to give up the stuff that you should maybe think about more. But it's just so shiny and pretty. It's exciting. It's exciting to have this stuff. Mm, something. <laughs> um. So our 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 poor lead in this, she starts having kind of breakdowns um her boyfriend disappears we see her boyfriend get kidnapped somebody he's like trying to call her or talk to her on his phone and she gets disconnected or she walks away and we see that as he gets in his car somebody's in the back seat and takes him she goes to the police about that the police are just like you know you're you're bothering us too much go away his he they move him out of his house they leave a laptop sitting there running. Uh, so she goes there with the cops and the cops are like, yeah, he just left. You know, you're crazy. He just left you. Her best friend calls her over to the house. She gets over there and her friend is in a tub having just slashed her wrists, although that's not actually what happens. Her sister, who is pregnant, gets attacked in her house. Uh, it just escalates and escalates. Um, the people email the video of her having sex with her boyfriend to her boss. So yeah. she loses her her job, essentially. She gets put on leave and loses the money that she was making from doing the study in the first place. So everything is just kind of like tearing her down, destroying her life, which we find out is the point. Yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, it, it was like kind of a weird twist, and I, I, I guess I don't know if it really needed to happen, but... It it gives you a a giant kind of conspiracy thing to pay off. Whereas when we watched way back when, uh, Megan is missing. Yes. Megan is missing was it's very similar in the pulling somebody in through the web stuff, uh, convincing them that you're somebody that you're not, and you know taking advantage of that ignorance to kidnap them and and kill them um but megan is missing was about one guy doing it to one person this turns out to be a whole cabal of people that are doing it they're making big money off of broadcasting this to people which is the part that i wasn't quite sure of it, it makes a very effective ending for this mm-hmm. um in a couple of ways one is we see her show up in the place where they they kidnapped her we see her boyfriend is there. They show her a video of them killing her friend, her, her hacker friend, her tech friend. Um, she thinks it's live, but it was recorded days ago, her boyfriend tells her. Then they kill her boyfriend, and then she winds up breaking out and getting away. And it gets a very House of a Thousand Corpses slash Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel because it's out in kind of a desert area and all these weird tunnels and things. It It's a cool scene but they they chase her down and it looks like she's going to get away and then they hit her with another car and they pull her back in and then they show the video of her being killed to one of the people that she met online to kind of entice her to pull her in to make her the next victim when they do that they show somebody watching it and it's the advertisement for give us your credit card now and buy your way in into seeing 
this person's life get destroyed and and us kill them and it's just this normal seeming dude uh whose kid comes in the room and is like hey dad you want to go play ball or whatever and he's like yeah give me just a minute and he starts putting in his his credit card to be able to watch us so does he think it's real I imagine the expense is pretty high for this kind of entertainment. Right. I also imagine that what they are advertising to is an elite class of people. It's not just something you're putting a link up and saying, oh, yeah, come watch people. Come watch snuff films on the Internet um, live and, and in progress. Like that. That's that's some dark web shit. Yeah, but I guess it all comes full circle to what you were talking about earlier about uh, Faces of Death. Is it real? Right. Or is it like we're we're watching a movie, assuming it's a movie? Could it be real? <clears throat> well, now, what we watch most of the time is stuff that is very obviously dramatical fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that makes us think that it's real. But a couple weeks ago, we did The Blair Witch Project, which we talked about when it came out. A lot of people, uh, myself included, were convinced that it was real. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was campaigned in such a way that made it seem like it was supposed to be real, which is really cool. Kind of ridiculous when you think back on it now, but at the time, it was like that was a great, solid job that they did to to make people believe that. Right. It's the same with Cannibal Holocaust. Right. I mean, there's have been movies over time where people were convinced it was real, and it really ended up not being real. Yeah. Except for the stuff of the turtle. <sighs> Poor turtle. There, yeah. uh, I didn't care for that. Yeah, no, that's not cool. But when you're talking about what the cost probably is to make this thing happen and what they're charging the people to witness it, like is it is does the is it cost prohibitive that you think, well, if they're if they're charging me three thousand dollars a month to watch this or 10 grand to go to watch this whole ordeal, um, then it must be real. You know, it, the, the higher the cost, the more value I see in what it must be. It, it's kind of like popular art. Right. You, you find a, a popular artist. It's not that the art is any better or any worse than anybody else's artwork, but it's marketed in such a way and it's priced at such a high point that you think, well, then it's got to be worth a fortune. You know, because someone put the value to it and I bought into that value and other people are buying into that value. Um, That can be effective too. popular music, same way. You know, you keep parading the same type of people out in front of us, the same looks, the same ideas and things. And we just get convinced, well, that's good music or or that's, you know, that's a, a popular celebrity. So they are worth my time of investment. But that's really subjective. <laughs> yes, yes. And I feel like you could say that with a lot of things, though. You, yeah, absolutely, you can. But this is this is taking that to an extreme, and it's taking it to a very weird, but interesting extreme. Interesting is gross because it's like it's horrifying. But yeah. But would the the snuff aspect work? Like we we've talked, not we, but I know that there's been talk years about like putting. Uh, people who were on death row putting their executions on TV. There was a movie either in the late 80s or the early 90s where they they did something like that. Like it was about we're going to start broadcasting executions and the whole movie was the concept of it. 
Um, when you get to things like wrestling, wrestling, we kind of see it as fake a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, but UFC stuff we see is real. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the measures taken back of like the protection of like you can only do this. You can only hit this hard or this in these areas and that kind of thing. But if you take that away and it becomes a blood sport, way more enticing because of the danger. It's like watching NASCAR for car crashes or watching hockey for the fights. That When the shit gets real is when it gets exciting. And anything else is like, well, I, I don't watch basketball. Basketball's tame. No one gets hurt. You know, no one really gets hurt, you know, unless they wear shitty shoes. <laughs> I'm pulling all my sports knowledge out right now. Um, and so the, that's, that's the thing. We've got Erica just showed up in our chat. Uh, Erica's Apex and this one up. <laughs> Erica's Apex in the Abyss got me through a very long search for coffee earlier this week. Uh, it was also a really good episode, but uh, I, I hate interested... to admit it, but I agree. I do love that story. Yeah, the Craigslist killer thing was, and she did an excellent job of it, which is which is why I listen to her show. Um, but the whole concept of you know we've got a fascination with serial killers, we've got a fascination with true crime. Same sort of deal. It's because the stakes are high. It, it, you can watch episodes of Homicide and Law and Order SVU, but you can also watch or listen to stories of real serial killers, you know, people who have actually been murdered, uh, the real victims, and that's more exciting. You know that, that it's it's really it, it's interesting because of the exploration of human nature. Of, of the animal nature of these people, that kind of stuff. But it's also just because this literally happened. You know, the, you talk about the, the ghost story stuff, the people who go, like, ghost hunting and those shows, and those all seem pretty obviously fake. But when you have that experience of, like, when you feel like something actually is real, that that occurrence could be true, man, you just get the tingles. You know, we watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. We watch horror movies to because they're exciting because they're enticing in a way. The adrenaline kick, but I don't know. Like, where is my limit of? Is it okay that it's fake, or would I really enjoy seeing someone get chopped up? I don't think I would. No, I mean, no part of me. I like. <clears throat> I I saw the video of the guy in Iraq get his head cut off, um, and like, I don't really ever need to see that again. The the. <sighs> the really horrific crimes against a couple of African-American people that have been happening the last couple of months. Uh, I've seen the videos get posted. I can't watch them. I, I know exactly what it's going to be, and it's, it's just disgusting and awful. And I, I'm glad that stuff is out there. I just I can't personally watch it happen. You know, it, it's... It's just too much for me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, where are we in the movie? I kind of feel like we we finished the movie. the The end of the movie is is her. It, I, you root for at the end. It it really does feel like that moment of like she's fighting her way out, and you hope that it's gonna break free. But then that's not really where this movie is gonna finish. It it can't. It just can't. If she escapes, then the whole thing's ruined. Plus, they they went crazy though they like killed a bunch of cops um yeah. 
it it really should be exposed. It should be taken more seriously. But there was no way she could get away, you know, and it, it does need to continue. The thing is that this stuff happens and then how do they track it? They're still in the same position of like, what do they see this as? How do they how do they follow up with it? And some of them we kind of figure are cops by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, did they ever make a second one of these? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even think to look to see if there's a sequel to this one. Like you said, there were so many other movies that were like it that I just couldn't. Yeah, because there was uh, oh, Dark Web was another similar one. Um, that what was it called? I can't remember what the fuck it was called. But there was the second one of that, and it was a similar like through camera only movies. Um, yeah, the through camera thing has gotten. I'm glad that it hasn't happened in a lot of stuff. I think Paranormal, Paranormal Activity 4 was that where they stopped doing the video cameras on the house and it was more about the girl looking in her computer. Um, but they do, they've done episodes of Modern Family where they've done that. They've done other things where it's it's through the iPhone and, and Mac OS computers, which is just an advertisement for Apple. <laughs> they pay good money for that. Uh, by the way, the website's working again. Uh, this whole thing is probably an advertisement for uh, 4chan, but it might be. <laughs> um, so, would you marry, fuck, or kill said movie? So, I hadn't seen this for a long time, but it, it definitely stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, and rewatching it, yeah, it was it was fun. It, not fun, like it's an enjoyable film. Yeah, it's a good job. It's a good job of this kind of film. Like, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I would I would definitely marry it. It's one that I would keep around. I feel like I want to share this movie with other people in the, oh, you probably haven't seen The Den. Like, that's one you should check out. Yeah. I, I feel better sharing this than I do about Megan is Missing. Because Meg, that was Megan just too is, brutal. This is a difficult movie. That is, that, that was, it's that was good. Rough. It's just, yeah. It's yeah. Rough. But that, that's like, I'll tell a friend. You know, yeah, you want to get a, you want to get creeped out. Watch the den. I won't tell many people. Yeah, watch Megan is missing for a a nice Friday night ride. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I don't I don't know. You don't know. Well, we do know that our next show we're going to have uh some fuck and some terrific <laughs> terrific lady. Um. So they're going to assume that. You're just talking about cross-dressing versions of Erica and Dan. Kind of. <laughs> uh, next show is going to be Jack and Hillary. Yes. Alien versus Predator Requiem? Yes. Not really a horror movie, but they suggested it, and i that's less work for me. So. Well, the last time we had Hillary on, it was an alien movie. Uh, it was the I think the Joss Whedon one, and we had such a good time talking about that that I do believe we talked about having her back to do another one so it works and we get jack which is also fun too where is he when i need him to scream you got jacked <laughs> next week next yeah, week you'll nice. get you'll get sufficiently jacked yeah it'll be uh if you like watching it live it's gonna be tuesday at uh 7 30 eastern 6 30 central yeah because that's what worked for him um yeah. Matt, where could people find you and find your stuff and support you? In your butt. 
That, that is right. On the Monster Madness podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I do that. I do this. Uh, Drown the Lifeguard has a CD coming out sometime in 2020. It's hard to tell with everything. Where, where should they go to find out about Drown the Lifeguard? Maybe find uh, past albums and things. In your butt. Yep, that's uh, right. <laughs> the first EP is streaming on Spotify and iTunes or Bandcamp for free download. There's some physical copies left. There's some shirts. There's some beer glasses left. But trying to get rid of, <laughs> trying to get rid of <laughs> all of them, uh, so we can do new stuff with the new uh, EP. Might be doing vinyl. Who knows? We'll see. That'd be sexy. Well, it's so the new the new EP is so short that I can like put it on a ten inch. <laughs> <laughs> like, i could fit three on those yeah we i, I figured out uh, i could do a 12 inch one-sided 12 inch <laughs> that's how short it is yeah hmm. hey man not about i'm sorry i just bit into my tongue to oh. keep the comments from coming out and it, oh. all the blood is rushing down the back of my throat now oh. tastes like victory where can people find yous and your uh, comics uh we were talking earlier about donutscomics.com. Levi's World is part of that. Levi has been li- posting the entire series of his graphic novel, Insanity is a Virtue. Uh, he's on the final sixth issue, I believe, now. So you can catch up on all that. You can read the other stuff that we've got there. Bowyar, Shock, Strobe. Oh, well, Shock, like I said, I'm going to screw up that site. But it's all still there. And uh, that would be a fun time, I think. And uh, maybe something else coming up soon. I hope. Yay. It may even relate to the other podcast that I do just for Levi Krauss. Yay. It comes out almost as often as this one. Oh. But more often than else, nerds. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, were you done? I just was being I'm, I'm sorry yeah i'm done <laughs> okay uh so i guess that'll do it for another episode of podcast terrell we will the podcast of terrell podcast yeah. of terrell owens <laughs> football superstar i'm i haven't even been drinking nope <laughs> this is a sober mat this is what you get yep uh, <laughs> this is what we all so ask for fuck us for trying you could email us at pod at gncast.com and let me know if you prefer me drunk or sober uh, I'd be curious to know, but yeah, we'll be back next week. With another one. So I prefer you non-resistant. Uh, that uh, either way. Yeah, drunk or sober, I'm non-resistant to you. I mean, a little bit of a fight is nice. So maybe kind of. We need we need to be like medium twinkly. Yeah. Where when, where where do you fall on the scale to uh, belligerent, Matt? Tequila. Oh, or anytime Eric is in the room. Oh yeah, anytime. That- Why do I feed you? Why do I feed you this? I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, no. Tequila is the only thing that makes me mad. It makes me an angry drunk. Um, that is an angry drink. Yeah. Beer just makes me giggly and happy. Until I've had too much and then I get quiet because I want the world to stop spinning. <laughs> I, I know my limits. You so, don't. Uh, shut up. That's going to do it for another episode of Podcast. Daryl, we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Hey!